Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to the LodgeCast. I'm Lauren, and I have some new friends with me today. I have Zach. You're supposed to say hi. He's, he's shy. And Hello, I have Devin. Hello. And Malin. Hi. We're going to talk today. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about Easter and just a bunch of different things. So stick around for some for some fun talks with some fun people. Welcome to the Lodgecast, guys. Welcome Sweet. to my thank you. Welcome thank to you. my broadcast. My humble abode. Yeah, you I live just here. Broke actually, the rules. You're not supposed to hit the desk. I do what I want. She's in charge. She just said. Where were you? Who's not focusing? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> So, tell us about yourselves. Yeah, Zach, tell us about yourself. What do you want to know? That's for you to know and me to find out by you telling me. It's a very broad question. Just what All are right. what are some of your All hobbies right. and your interests? Hobbies? <laughs> sure. Um, working out and playing video games. Oh, like wow! And hunting and fishing. Oh like dear. Get out! Of that. Get out! <laughs> There's the door. Let it hit you on the way out. <laughs> Devin! <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Tell us about yourself. What do you, what do you like to do? Well, um... Uh, Interesting. Uh, good answer. Maylin. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, well, no. I sing on engine. Yeah. You sing on engine. Yeah. Maylin's in the band. Yeah. Um, she rocks it. Engine is our youth group band so it's composed of multiple high schoolers and mark (laughs) (laughs) and mark (laughs) (laughs) um and basically we just do songs for worship for youth group and it's pretty sick Mm -hmm. it's pretty awesome you should you guys should if you're listening to this and you don't already come to the lodge you should you should probably come 6 p.m x7031 jefferson (laughs) Are you doxing us right now? <laughs> Am I not allowed to say that? I feel like they could Google it. Jefferson Road, uh, Brooklyn, Michigan, Washington. I was gonna make the rest up. Oh, you exposed did. us. It's okay. It's online. It well, it definitely is online now. <laughs> Google Heart of the Lakes, and guess what? It would pop up, and then they could push go, and it would give them directions <laughs> to exactly where we are right now. Oh, that's creepy. Anyway. How many how many people do you think like are like avid fans of this podcast? At least one. Who? We get two. At least two. You two? I'm a big fan. That's I'm a big fan. so Taylor Swift. Twenty two. Except for not twenty two, just 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 two. Two. Just two. Just two. Just two. Only two people. I love Taylor Swift. Can we just talk about Taylor two. Swift for a second? Mm-hmm. Sure. This is what we do sure. on the podcast. Zach, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? I don't have a favorite Taylor Swift. Get out. Yeah, you have yeah. like you're not redeeming yourself at all here. <laughs> Name you're one Taylor Swift. Swift song that isn't twenty two. I don't know. Come oh, on, you don't man. Know. Yes you do. She's been making music since she was fifteen. Do you know the song like Our song is the same screen doors? Speaking out late, tapping on your window. No. When you're on the phone and you talk talk real slow. Cause I and your mama don't know. Our song is the way you laugh. The first day, okay, we're done now. (laughs) It's over. Nope. All right. I hate that I can hear myself in these headphones. (laughs) You get used to it and like, and like, 
Never. So, Lauren, what did Cody talk about today? Cody is our pastor here, and he is awesome. You should definitely come. Uh, Mark says he's not, but, you know. Mark is also, I think, <laughs> Mark. Mark lives with him, so you'd have to say that he does think he's awesome. I think Mark um, just gets too much of Cody, and then he gets, like, he gets, like, ugh, you know? He gets his fair share. Of Mark is, time I think, emotionally traumatized. He says yes. So, but we had a sermon tonight. What we was did. it about? We talked about Easter, but mm-hmm. a, more specifically, we talked about the crucifi- crucifixion of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and just like, just go, we went. He went through the whole the whole nine yards, basically beginning to end, starting with um, the Last Supper, and talking about the betrayal and. Mm-hmm. Mark, stop messing with the drill. We're trying to speak. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to, I guess we're just going to talk about that. What, what were some thoughts? Some thoughts, any interesting things, you know, stick out at you? Well, like hearing it, like hearing all the things that God done to him or like God done to Jesus during the crucifixion or even reading it makes me like crawl in my skin. Cause yeah. Like gr- I mean, to be, it just grosses me out. The things because that it's like, to them. yeah. But imagine actually seeing it and like that just is crazy. It's just people are like, yeah, Jesus died on the cross. Jesus was literally like beaten and mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just so much well, more than actually. Death. Most people died before they even got to the crucifixion. The flogging is what killed most people. So just surviving that alone. What does the flogging is, mean? That's the whipping. Oh. <laughs> was it like 39 times? Jeez. 39 was the number. They can't hear me. Mm-hmm. But if 40 apparently was supposed to kill you. Mark said it was 39 times and 40 was supposed to kill you. Mm. If you can't if you can't hear him. I think it's like one it's obviously it's it's insane to kind of hear about it especially like like when you read about it all like like, how graphic it is, but not, like, let alone also how, like, how kind of, like, sentimental it is, knowing that Jesus did that, he let that happen for us, for our sins, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think that's, that's, there's kind of something so amazing and very, like, just, like, kind of, like, makes you feel, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just, like, feel makes you feel something that's kind of, like, he did that for millions of people because he loved them mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's just like amazing and yeah I, I think that's like completely out of this world mm-hmm. like nobody nobody it, but jesus would do that especially for someone who literally did nothing wrong exactly like absolutely nothing wrong i think one of the things in like the story that cody was talking about is they said that after he died the earth literally shook yeah yeah shooketh to the core <laughs> oh my true though it is mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> something that i kind of i really um thought was impactful was um like three days later we know that jesus rose but also mary magdalene like how she she went there to take care of him and kind of how cody brought up like the subject of how like in that time when women spoke it mm-hmm. was never taken seriously it was mm-hmm. never regarded as something important and if it was something somebody dis- like they disliked mm-hmm she would get she would get hit yeah. so i think that it came from a woman and it was taken 
like Cody said, it came from a woman, and at that time, that never would have, like, that never would have happened unless it was 100% true, and I think, like, for a lot of people, that's, that's profound, and I think it's kind of, I don't really know the word that I'm thinking of, but it's kind of something, like, interesting to look at, Yeah. and it's kind of, like, it's, it's so insane when you think about it, like, now, the, the world we live in, but, like, hearing about it and being, like, nobody took her seriously, nobody took women seriously, but this thing, this incredible thing that Jesus did, and he came back, came from a woman, and that was yeah. taken seriously. Yeah, I think that was kind was, of... It was so undeniable. It was so it undeniable. could that. not be denied. And a exactly. woman was the first to experience it after Jesus died. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's kind of that adds to its undeniability, 100%. Yeah. What did you guys think of, like, the specific stories that Cody was talking about with, the like, the atheists and the unbelievers who tried so hard to, like, disprove Jesus' existence and disprove everything that Jesus did, but then and ultimately ended up becoming Christians. Mm-hmm. What did you kind of think about that? It, it just makes me wish that people would do their research. And, like, Cody told me this once a while ago, not doing, he used a fancier word, but pretty much not doing biased research. Mm-hmm. Like, why is Jesus fake? Like, that's biased research. Or, like, why is Jesus real? That's, that's not also, research at all. That's <laughs> also, like, that's also, like, biased research. It's about actually getting down to, like, what the truth is and other accounts outside of the Bible. And there has been multiple, multiple people who have tried to disprove it and just end up proving it. Like, the case for Christ I mean, that man was an atheist. Like, there is no God, and I'm going to prove it, and he just proved himself wrong. I think that's, like, like that specifically is so, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, that just shows that no matter what, like, no matter what, God's love and what Jesus, like, Jesus dying for our sins is undeniable. Mm-hmm. And that you can, you can go to the ends of the earth to try to prove it wrong, but ultimately you'll just prove yourself wrong. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think just, it's a testament to how powerful Jesus' name actually is. Like, I was watching this video, and he was a scientist. Uh, he was a biologist, and he just started studying and basically studying, like, ev- evolution. And he found out that science doesn't disprove God. It actually supports that God exists because mm-hmm. of just everything that lines up, DNA, how complex it is and just how like even the smallest like fraction of like point zero 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 one would would cause this universe to literally like fall and be non-existent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so for that to happen there has to be a god there has to be a creator and whether that creator like that creator is god to you that's that's up to you but it's undeniable that science supports that god Mm -hmm. exists yeah that's so true. I mean, I don't know how people, even just basic things like, this is kind of a rabbit trail, but <coughs> just like looking at sunsets or the ocean or like how certain things work out, like pregnancy even, like that, all that type of stuff, thinking like that just came from nothing is, I I don't know a better word other than um, silly, like that's just silly because you're, you're choosing you have to make a choice like <clears throat> i'm gonna believe that this came from nothing because you would have to convince yourself of that mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's hard for me to understand that people actually genuinely believe that when you look at the world around you and how it works so perfectly. Like, are you looking at the people in the world? Or are you actually looking at the world that was created by the creator? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here at Heart of the Lakes, uh, the lodge, we do these things called campfire groups. So we go and it's in high school girls and boys and then middle school girls and boys where we talk with our campfire group leaders. It's just about what we talked about in sermon. Uh, we do have questions that we get asked. Uh, something that got brought up today in our in the girls' um, campfire groups was we talked about what does Easter mean to you specifically? Like, what do you do to celebrate Easter? What does it mean to you? So I guess I kind of want to ask that to you guys. What does what does Easter mean to you? Well, my what I told them is it's a celebration, and I guess that's kind of what I've grown up knowing Easter as is my family has always known it as a celebration of something that was so impactful in Christianity and in the world in general is just the celebration of something that is so big for us like he rose from the dead like Cody said how many people do you know that just up and rose from the dead it's Mm -hmm. three days later Mm -hmm. like he rose and then ascended into heaven Mm -hmm. like that's that's a celebration of something that was so impactful in people's lives. No matter who they were, he still did that. No matter who the people were, he did it for everyone. He didn't do it for just this individual group. He did that for everyone so we would have a chance to live in heaven with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, what do you think? I'm processing that <laughs> answer. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously a time of celebration. And it, it's a time of celebration to celebrate what Jesus did for us as sinners. And it's also a time to celebrate, like, what God has done in our personal life, not just as a whole. But also, it's also a celebration that, like, what Jesus said in scriptures is true. Because if he can raise from the dead, then obviously he's not going to lie about what he said in scripture. Mm-hmm. So knowing the validity of scripture, like, <laughs> that's a big word for some people but <laughs> like basically it's it's factual it's true like there's no there's it's not um a fraud and mm-hmm. jesus wasn't a fraud what he said he was going to do is what he did mm-hmm. so i think that's something to celebrate as well yeah i definitely think that it's a celebration i also think it's a time of realization like realizing what jesus went through and realizing that he rose again like I mean, honestly, I've heard people around Easter like, yeah, Jesus died and rose again. I'm like, woohoo. But like, Jesus literally died a gruesome death and then came back to life. That's crazy. That's not normal. Mm -hmm. We've made it normal because we hear it all the time. But it should be a celebration. And honestly, we should live our lives like it's Easter all the time. And that might sound dumb or silly, but like, we should. I mean, the Bible is wrapped around the Gospels because of jesus that's why cody says easter is the most important holiday because it is like yeah christmas is important yeah whatever all those other ones are important but for jesus to die and raise again like that is the most important one for all of us especially because we're sinners and if that didn't so i just think the realization is something important for easter Mm -hmm. yeah honestly i think even if you aren't a Christian, you know that Easter is, um, 
Okay, we're good. Continue. That Easter, Easter is like the celebration of Jesus coming back, like or resurrecting, I should say. But I don't think they actually know what that means for them. Like I don't, like they they understand that Jesus rose from the dead, whether they actually believe it or not. I don't know, but that's what they celebrate. But I don't think they truly understand what that means, and I think that's like part of our job as Christians to like clarify this is what Easter is, this is what it means, and this is what happened. Because everybody everybody knows who has been in church at least once in their life knows Jesus died and rose again. They just hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we as Christians have to just take a step further and like actually describe and explain <coughs> what that actually means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially to those who, there are a lot of people who will celebrate Easter without knowing what the meaning behind it is. Mm -hmm. And some kids grow up not really knowing or understanding the meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that it's a day of, oh, I wake up and I get a basket. And I wake up and I get this. And not really Mm -hmm. listening and knowing what is behind it. Which is why I think it's amazing that we teach the kids so young in our programs what the meaning behind this is in a way that will help them understand Mm -hmm. and help them see that it is a big celebration Mm -hmm. for people. And it's not just this day where you get candy and eggs, Mm -hmm. but it's shows them at a young age so that when they grow up, they understand and they can share that with other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, um, I think another thing, another topic to hit on is like, whenever you hear the story of Jesus, it's like, Judas betrayed him. We're all like, oh, my gosh, like, that stupid idiot. Like, <laughs> you're thinking, like, oh, my gosh, why would he do that? And we literally do that every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, every day we betray Jesus. And then we say Judas is just some horrible guy. But I don't know. I just think it's understanding that, like, <laughs> that we have done the same thing. And, like, if you're going to look down on him for it, then look down on yourself and realize like the things that you're doing and how you can change your life like living like jesus is alive but the fact Mm -hmm. that to me like listening jesus still went through that even though judas he knew what was going to happen before it happened Mm -hmm. he knew that judas was going to betray him he knew that these horrible things were going to happen and he still did it because of the love for us Mm -hmm. And so even knowing all of those bad things that were going to happen, he still died a gruesome death on the Mm -hmm. cross so that we could be saved, knowing that those betrayals from people were going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a lot of people are like, I just don't know if God can forgive me for this. And... Mm -hmm. Especially, like, repetitive sin. They're like, I just don't know if I can come to God again. Like, I just feel so wrong. And the thing is, like, God knew all of our sin. God is all-knowing. He knew everything we were going to do, and he still chose to forgive us. Look what the Romans did yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. I think we can kind of touch touch on that like we did a little bit last week, mm-hmm. um, where they said that Jesus is the only person who can forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Like, the second that you, like, you come to Jesus and you ask for repentance, mm-hmm. you ask for forgiveness— just mm-hmm. like that and he'll do it time mm-hmm. and time and time again because he loves you and he shows yeah he shows us that mm-hmm. through his sacrifice because of his love for us and i think that's i mean who doesn't like people like you talked about who doesn't want to be loved yeah jesus can do that mm-hmm. jesus is going to be the the one who loves us through it all and will constantly do that and i yeah. think 
that can be a big a big part of it for some people. But like you want this everlasting love and you can get it from Jesus. Like and he will accept you with open arms. I think yeah. that can be a big thing for people like who are coming like are new into faith just knowing that they're always going to have someone who's there for them, mm-hmm. who will love them through everything they've ever done and everything that they will do. Yeah. Because it's unconditional. Exactly. And I think that's really comforting for myself and a lot of people, uh-huh. just mean, knowing that. If you think about Paul, like, he killed Christians and then now he murdered. is one murdered Christian. Sorry, there's a difference. Um, planned out. <laughs> uh, and now he became one of the biggest advocates for Christ because he experienced his love and he experienced that mm-hmm. life change. And um, I just think understanding that God doesn't see our skin, our, our sin, <laughs> God doesn't see our sin on a scale is a good thing to understand, but also not thinking, well, God's just going to forgive me. Like also understanding, like if you have that deep relationship with him, you understand what he's done for you and you do love him mm-hmm. that much. You are going to feel that guilt when you do things against him because that hurts you because you want to be for him, not against him. Yeah. Exactly. I just want to touch on two things. Because I didn't get a chance to talk. Okay? <laughs> That's what you get for not knowing any Taylor Swift songs and hunting and fishing and not having and only playing video games. Those are real hobbies. Hunting not good ones. Loving it. No, they're real hobbies. <laughs> Anyways, me and Devin were actually talking about this the other day. When when the Bible says forget, or when Cody said forget, I think it's not the way we think that it was meant. Like when we think of forget, we think of like it's erased from our minds like we're not we we physically can't think of it but that's not what that means that's it's what really is trying to say is like he's not going to hold that against you because we do like we have to stand on judgment day one day giving account for everything we've done so obviously jesus doesn't forget everything we do but he doesn't hold it against us which is like he's the only he can only he's the only one who can like perfectly forgive anybody for anything they's d- they've done but the other thing i wanted to touch on why does he keep doing this <laughs> the other thing i want to touch on was earlier we were talking about um like forgiveness and and like um devin said like we were like we are the judases like of this world but when jesus was like in front of the crowd and Pilate like basically washed his hands like th- like th- he asked the crowd like basically do you want to release jesus or, like, you get to choose who you want to release other than Jesus, and Jesus will be guilty of basically nothing. But, like, so there was this guy, Barabbas, and he was basically, like, basically think of, like, the worst person you can think of, like, is Hitler, right? But in those times, like, Barabbas was, like, the worst criminal there was. Like, he was a murderer, and I don't know, Cody, what else was he? A thief. A thief. Like, he was, like, the worst. enough evidence to suggest that he was, he was, potentially a serial killer right like he he was guilty like he was proven guilty and that's that's who we are we are the barabbases of this world like but instead we are walking in freedom because of what jesus did on the cross and i think that is worth celebrating especially around easter Mm -hmm. and and i think we should be celebrating that every single day every single night um that we wake up and are about to go to sleep because if if we just remind ourselves of that story and put ourselves like, in Barabbas' issues, like, how he felt, like, when they released him instead of releasing Jesus, uh, I'm sure he felt like a free man. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I definitely think like not just celebrating, but living out our celebration, like living like Jesus is alive, choosing to live like Jesus is alive, understanding the power of the resurrection and then taking that out to the world, not just like, yes, that's awesome. Silence. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I just think that it's important for us to live that out. And obviously there's hardship that comes with that. But when we understand what Jesus did, we're willing to face that hardship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Lodgecast. It was nice having all of you guys here. You should come back next week. Thanks. Every week on oh. Mondays, we release a new sure episode. And you can listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. And it's really awesome and really fun and cool. So you should definitely do that. And you should you should give us a give us a follow, give us a like. Yeah. If you didn't and know. I would I would love you forever. I'll love you forever even if you don't, but with a little bit of a little bit of shade there.